Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to Hour 3 of the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Let's talk movies for a second. We didn't get to talk to Mike about it yesterday because he had a day and a half <laughs> with his car troubles. But you went to see a movie on Saturday? Yes, Saturday night. Super Mario Brothers yes. movie. Yes. How packed was the theater? Very. And that's why I wasn't shocked when I saw the numbers that it had a much better than expected second weekend of like 90 mils. So. The wow. best second weekend of any animated movie Ever. That's yeah. shocking. So to think me. of your Toy Story sequels. Yeah. Think of your Frozen sequels, all right. the Disney Pixar library. Kudos to them. So a lot of people are seeing it. Critics are meh on it, but critics don't know a ton all the time. What did you think? I thought it was fantastic. As somebody who grew up in the you know NES era, I played the Super Mario Brothers up to the second one, the third one, which obviously we all know is the best, and then kind of worked your way through all of the uh, the N sixty four era, the uh, the Mario Karts to to today. You know, it, they just. Pay a little nod to every one of those platforms. Everybody who's there gets something paid off during oh, that's it. Oh, cool. They do such an amazing job. I mean, there's a part where they have to pick which, you know, they, they get to the part, and you've seen the previews where they, they do a little kart racing, you know, just like they do in Mario Kart. And when they're picking the kart, they literally have to go and do exactly what players do when they're playing Mario Kart, like select <laughs> which kind of parachute you're going to use, which kind of tires you're going to use, which kind of bike you're going to have. They literally are doing that as the characters. They do a really good job. At first, you're like, okay, why is, you know, this Italian-American plumber in this weird world? <laughs> they explain that right away and okay. kind of set the stage. And speaking of setting the stage, uh, stay for the whole movie, including the credits. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Because okay. more. I was a little disappointed. I didn't see more of my favorite character. But all I will say is, if you watch through the credits, it sounds like there's going to be more coming. Oh, cool. That could be starring my favorite character. Now, can we ask who your favorite character is? Well, that'd kind of give, give it away. Give it away. Okay. Yeah, okay. It'll, it'll, show, right. yeah, it'll yeah. reveal the uh, end credit. I, I, I won't do that. But uh, no, okay. it was very, uh, very, very good. They they kind of, everyone was talking about the issue with the voice and what the character was going to yes. sound like. They do a really good job right away of kind of poking fun at that because they have this like television commercial where they're doing these super exaggerated voices because they're both plumbers, you know? <laughs> So they're trying to like sell and they do these really exaggerated voices and everyone's kind of like, wait a minute, this is what it's going to be the whole movie. And then you realize, oh, no, no, they're just messing around because there was so much drama That's around what cute. it was going to sound like. But the actors, I mean, everybody was casted so perfectly and just does an amazing job. So and it's funny. It's super funny, super fun. Okay. Just they have scenes where you you look like you're playing the game. All of a sudden there'll be like an action scene and then the camera will flip and it's basically going side scroller, just like the oh, video games yeah. where they're jumping over things and doing different things. They just it, again, it's so many really fun nods to every different version of Mario games. Cool. I wonder if this this sounds like your description of their approach to it and how they didn't take themselves seriously mm-hmm. uh, or too seriously and also really wanted to pay homage to all of the people who yeah. have supported it. It sounds similar to, have you seen the original Lego, Lego movie? Yes, exactly. I was just going to say yep. that too. Yeah. Which I found wildly satisfying for an animated movie and, and really funny. Yep. 
very self-aware. Yes, and that's exactly what they do. They don't go too deep into anything. There isn't, and that's kind of I think why the critics, you know, are kind of him all about it. There's not like a deep, deep storyline. Sure. There's no big twist. There's no, you know, whatever. It's just fun, and it again pays off so many different generations. And they did a great job, and they're going to make a bunch of money. This is going to. This is going to pass Frozen too. I think this is going to wow. be the highest grossing movie wow. animated of all time. It's on pace to do that easily, and uh, it's remarkable. Interesting. That's exciting. I yeah. need to get there this weekend with yeah. the kids. Super That'll fun. be great. Oh, are you going to do it? I think so. Oh, that's great. Just have all to right. set the time. I have a little Yellowstone news. Um, it really, it's more of a headline that Yellowstone might be ending because Kevin Costner can't get along with the creator. Mm-hmm. So, so there was trouble on the set, apparently. Uh, so-called sources are saying that the show is going to end after the second half of season five because he he's just not getting along. And by he, again, Kevin Costner with Taylor Sheridan. And there's an insider who's saying, you know what, Taylor, like, it sounds like Taylor is believing all the hype. Might you know, be reading his own press release. That's a little. exactly right. That yeah. He's the star. He's the most important person. And don't try to, you know, don't try to one up him. You know, don't try to outstar him. Uh, the first half of season five ended in January. So there's no word on when the second half is going to air if it does at all. <clears throat> Got a little bit clamped. Thank you. You know, Steve, it's kind of like. You, you know, no, with wait, the whole no con- no eye contact. Those are basic thing. things. I do those in my contract to help make you feel more comfortable. And I thank you. You know what I mean? Have you um, even gotten... Have either of you even finished, watched Yellowstone? You no, Yellowstone people? I think I did two episodes. Never started it. Oh, wow. It's on a different streamer than I have, so it's kind of... We, we bounce around... Sure. Stream up, so it's on the list. Eventually. All right, have you watched uh, 1883, mm-hmm. 1923? Nope. If I had to recommend one, I would say just go watch 1923. Yeah, you really like that one. It's so good. Because Tim McGraw, Faith Hill. No, 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 Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. And so just having them in this kind of elevates it a lot more because Yellowstone, they use a lot of unknown people. You know, they're using, you know, country artists. They're using um, um, stuntmen as actors. And it, it's just, it's good, but it's not as good as when you have these A-listers in these pivotal roles. Sure, good. that makes sense. So I, would, I just really think you would, you would like it. Helen Mirren, if she does not win all the awards, I will be shocked. I hope for the sake of the fans that the season does get completed. If they finish the first half, I hope that this doesn't become too much of two bulls battering their heads against one another, that you don't get to see a satisfying conclusion to the story. That's always the worst. When you've put in years and years, and you still get a lot of enjoyment along the way, but it's great if you can see the story resolve, particularly if you can see it resolve in the originally intended way that the creators wanted it to end. Right. Right, right, right. I hope that happens. I got a quick little sound for you. Okay. Um, do you know the actor Thomas Lennon? Nope. From Reno 911, Night at the Museum. He was also in The Odd Couple opposite Matthew Perry. He is very funny. He looks He's funny. very funny in Reno 911. Oh, my gosh. So great with uh, improv. Anyway, he has a um, 
a property in like Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, okay. right on the lake. And it was funny. He posted a video the other day on April 16th, and it was when it was snowing there in Wisconsin. And we'll listen to this whole thing. I love his delivery style. This is him sort of taking in the snow on April 16th in Wisconsin. Oh, hey, it's Tom. Do you ever feel like life is just whizzing by in a blur? Well, maybe you should move to Wisconsin. (laughs) It started snowing uh, a little bit before Halloween, and it's still snowing today. (laughs) Ask your psychiatrist if living in Wisconsin is right for you. (laughs) Or for anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Happy snow day. Oh, oh my gosh. Stars. They're just like us. Wow, Lake Geneva. I thought Lake Geneva, I don't know why. Maybe I'm thinking of Lake Canada? George. No, I was thinking it was in New York, upstate. Lake Geneva. I want to go to there. How far away is that? A state. <laughs> I understand <laughs> that. I don't but know. I what about Chicago? Oh, okay, it's that between far. Milwaukee and Chicago. Yeah. Oh, okay, oh, there you right? go. Yep. We're going that way. Okay, he's born in Illinois, so that makes sense. Okay, it looks beautiful. Wow. Oh, looks like Donna's looking to gobble up another property. <laughs> oh, whatever. Whatever, you real estate mogul. Whatever. Most of us have one property, if that. I love when Steve tries to shame me for being successful. Donna's gonna watch the King's coronation and be like, "Oh." Well, they're trying. She'll watch it from her second estate in the basement below the basement. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break right now. Why don't we do we that? Should. Okay. Uh, when we come back, go figure. Donna, two days in a row, has managed to work the topic of jury duty into our show. Oh, but yeah. But for good reason. Today's tax day, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hope we're not the first ones reminding you of that. It's tax day. So the question is jury duty? Or taxes? Mm. Which would you rather do? There's a study out about that, which we'll dig into when we come back. It's Donna and Steve. It's my talk. For Bradshaw and Bryant, you know, I've learned a lot about personal injury cases from my friend Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. Uh, One of the things I've learned is how a low-speed car accident, for example, can dramatically change someone's life. I've been, uh, you know, the victim of a personal injury before, but I was a kid and I didn't understand things the way that I do today. At Bradshaw and Bryant, they can't change what happened to you, but their experienced personal injury attorneys will really work hard to help you obtain the financial compensation you deserve. Because oftentimes you're looking at covering medical bills, lost wages, future rehab costs, and that doesn't even consider uh, compensating you for your pain and suffering and emotional distress. It is really important following a personal injury, of course, to seek medical attention, but then talk to someone, seek legal advice. You can get a hold of Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant for a free consultation, and you'll find him at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to the program. It's us, Donna and Steve, on my talk 1071. And we got Mike the Zamboni with us as well. Let's study. Studies have shown that studies medic- have shown that the microbial Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. I think we should go around the room and answer this question. Would you rather do jury duty or do your taxes? 
Mike, we'll start with you. <laughs> um, most years, I'd say my taxes. This year, I might pick jury duty. Why? <laughs> Multiple states, independent contractor for the first time, lots mm-hmm. of different hoops, uh, investments, and just random stuff I had never had to deal with before all fell down on this one year. Yeah. It was fun last year, or yeah. last week when I did them. I just, uh, this is one of those, so I am going to say I'd rather do jury duty because okay. even the gathering of my tax stuff, I will put off until the last minute because I hate it so much. Mm. I just, I hate paperwork it stresses me out it's expensive steve i would absolutely do taxes the idea of going to a courthouse in general i have a rule of thumb if you can avoid ever being in a courthouse for the rest of your life do it avoid it because they're (laughs) terrible they are places of despair and sadness and then not if you're getting married You've already well, put me. You might be onto something. Dawn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then, after you've already entered this room where generally just bad things happen, now you are responsible for someone's future. Uh, that's a no for me, Doc. Wow. Oh, never. If I can go my whole life without ever serving on a jury. Oh, gosh. That's so un American. Why do you hate America? (laughs) (laughs) Donna, what are you trying to do to me? Uh, I'm sorry. Um, Okay. You know, I thought I would have felt the same way until I did serve. And I was kind of irritated that I got chosen. But then after going through the process, I was like, wow. This is, it's not that I'd want to do it again, but having done it feels very American. Very patriotic. Hmm. Hmm. The most patriotic I ever felt was after 9-11 when everyone went out and got flags. It was like every vehicle on the, on the road had a flag somewhere on it. Mm. And that was a really awful, awful time in our history and one of the most unifying moments in our country. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone seemingly was so nice to one another. Yeah. It didn't matter where you were, what, you know. Because all the other bullcrap suddenly... Didn't matter. Didn't matter. It was... And it's not that that stuff never matters, but relative to the tragedy of that course. had happened, there was a really palpable, patriotic feeling after that. You know, I will sometimes remind myself of that when I'm feeling overwhelmed by whatever. Let's Let's just say... I don't know. I don't want to trees falling down all over my yard, you know, that have to be cleaned up and hiring crews. And I'm just like, oh, God, it's at my house. It's at my other place. Like in the big scheme of life, big deal. Right. When you start to put things in perspective, it's like, you know, I think there's a there's a tricky balance that you have to strike there, too. Like you're allowed to feel what you feel. Correct. Yes. Because, you know, I, I've heard someone, we've all heard someone come into a situation, they see someone is upset because of whatever. They're in tears, it's all bad. And then they mean well, but it never lands well when they say, well, it could be worse. And I always say, that would be like walking into a hospital room and seeing someone with two broken legs after a car accident. 
and they're in pain and they're really bummed out about everything. And then you say, well, it could be worse because the guy in the next room has two broken legs and a broken arm. That doesn't diminish right. your two broken right, legs. Right, right. So I, I, I hear what you're saying, but there is, but you're very, you're, you're wise in saying, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? Keep things um, in perspective. Perspective yeah. is, a, is a powerful thing and allows you to maybe process things, feel all the feels, mm. but feel them in the context of something larger. Exactly. We Thank should you. become a pastoring couple. I don't want that. <laughs> All right, you I have, have other business stats. opportunity, Donna. Forty-nine percent of people would rather go through jury duty, so it's mostly people with you, Steve. Don't they know how long jury duty can last? Are these people insane? Um, what if you're what you're doing a week? A week's not bad. It's awful. You if get I'm on, doing like a, a serious murder case or something like that, you're doing more than a week. Okay, what a week's not bad. What if I said, oh? I've been meeting with my tax professional all week. Really? How long? Eight hours a day. We break for lunch. It's a bag lunch. Awful. Taxes. Do your taxes. Wow. Don't do jury duty. Do jury duty if they ask you to because of aforementioned America. We will not tire. Aww. We will not falter. And we will not fail. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Did you have a study? Or did I have another one? I did. Do you well, know how much money you waste on groceries each week? It's depressing. And that number is 63 bucks every week. Just from throwing things away, you mean? Yeah. By the way, $3,000 a year. Oh, that's not good. Fruits and veggies that spoil before you eat them. We've all seen the lettuce. Leftovers from meals that you don't get eaten. We've all emptied that Tupperware down into the garbage disposal. Yeah. And then random stuff that just sits around forever until you toss it. 63 bucks a week, $3,000 a year you're wasting on groceries. Well, now I feel wasteful and depressed. But a little while ago, you felt patriotic. I sure did. You're right. Thanks. We'll put on our powdered wigs as we prepare for the same name game, (laughs) which is next. Rocco Clock coming your way. Stay right there. Hey, it is Rocco, a.k.a. DJ Rock Lobster, for MNFatLoss.com, where you could lose up to a pound a day eating lobster. Okay, it's not an all-lobster diet, but I am eating the foods I like. I'm eating steak. I'm eating hamburgers. I'm eating pork tenderloin. And I am losing up to a pound a day. Seriously, I started this about a month ago. I'm down 20 pounds. I knew I had a bit of a weight problem, but I wanted to do it right when it was come time to lose weight. I wanted to do it without calorie counting, without counting points, without prepackaged meals, without surgery, without hypnosis, and I found that plan at mnfatloss.com. Seriously, 20 pounds down in about a month, that could be you. Uh, Check them out today, mnfatloss.com, where you could lose up to a pound a day. They do like me to tell you, results may vary. Good morning. It is the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. So uh, let's talk about this Arnold Schwarzenegger situation and the potholes. Can you recap that, Steve? Yeah, I feel like we need to stake a position here as a show. So last week there was this story, because there was a video that was out there, of Arnold Schwarzenegger filling a giant pothole. 
and he's out there, and somebody drives by, and it's like, hey, thanks, Arnold. And he's like, it's got to be done, and they're not doing it. I'll do it. And everybody's like, wow, he took matters into his own hand. I wish Arnold lived in our neighborhood. And then, <laughs> uh, shortly after that, apparently it was actually a uh, trench that had been dug for utility work, this according to the city. Mm. However, Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> is now clapping back at that, saying the story is correct. The utility work was, oh, I'm sorry. He starts by saying this headline slash tweet is bogus. The story is correct. The utility work was finished in January. I filled in the hole three months later, and the city left my fix in place. And then he says, this story should be taught in a class for people who are confused about why institutional trust is in decline. So essentially, Arnold's saying, maybe it's semantics. Look, I use the word pothole, but really it was this big trench that they just left trenchy. Okay. Unfilled for three months, and it needed. It wasn't finished okay. is what I'm gathering. And so Arnold's like, call it what you will, but it needed to be filled because it was dangerous for drivers, bikers, etc. Um, I I think I'm going to say I'm team Arnold. I feel like they were trying to make him look dumb, leaving out a lot of information. Uh-huh. <laughs> How about you? I am team Arnold. I feel like if it really was empty and all potholish for three months, then you're going to fill it. And guess what? The other people can dig it up if they need to dig it up. But they've made no effort to get around to it in a timely manner. And so I'm with the governor on this one. Yeah. Mike? Same. Hat trick. Okay. All three of us. (laughs) Donna, can you make a... Schwarzenegger sound because I will tell you once you start making them it's very very satisfying to do and the fact that I did not read his quote his tweet in his voice is a real sign of growth for me I'm so happy for you um okay let me try I'll be back try I like to use as a gateway to get into it yeah before I say anything I have to do that I don't want to do it anymore I just saw Mike trying it with his mic off and watching his mouth. I was doing the Taz, actually, because it kind of sounds like you're doing the Tasmanian devil thing. I could do that. Watch while you bury me in the cold, cold ground. (laughs) I could do that. Uh, I smell a mashup. Are we going to do a scene with the Tasmanian devil and (laughs) on it? Because that won't be annoying. All right. Next, I want to hear about this all-female agency. Are you familiar with the Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, Jalen Hurts? Not really. Okay. That's okay. He is uh, He's really, really good. Very good. And he had played at the University of Alabama, and then I believe he played at uh, Oklahoma is where he uh, transferred to for his final year. Anyway, he comes in, and after his final game, it's just what a sign of the time, speaking of that Harry Styles song. After his final collegiate game, there was an agent who slid into his DMs and said, Hey, anybody working with you yet? Like, have you picked an agent? If not, I'd love to link. 
And now, fast forward to yesterday, Jalen Hurts became the highest paid player in NFL history on a per-year basis. Mm. Thanks to a five-year, $255 million contract extension with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, Nicole Lynn is the name of his agent. She's the president of football operations at Clutch Sports. And a statistical uh, rarity in football, considering that as of 2022, 67 out of 910 NFL agents were women. Just 67. Wow. Uh, But yeah, she slides into his DMs. And then Hertz, Jalen Hurts ends up hiring her. And in February, she became the first black woman to represent a starting quarterback in the Super Bowl. She is part of the all-women management team representing Hertz, which the quarterback calls a team of straight hustlers. Um, in addition to being the NFL's second largest contract extension, trailing only the $450 million deal signed by Patrick Mahomes, the agreement marks the first time in history that the Eagles agreed to a no-trade clause, which is rare to get the NFL to agree to something like that. So not only did they get him a lot of money, but they also got him a really good contract in that they can't come to his locker and say, hey, you've been traded to the Arizona Cardinals. Wow. Because he's got a no-trade clause. Amazing. Anyway. That's very cool. Yeah. Yay, for- uh, yay women. That's cool. Yay, go women. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no. Cheers, Brian. Hey, Brian. Hi. Hey, are you busy? No, what's up? Oh, yeah, we're just calling to see how you're doing. He's oh, leaving for New York tomorrow, or today, rather. Oh, big shot? Yeah. Big time in it? Yep, big time in us, per use. First yep. class travel, Brian. What, am I supposed to hide that? <laughs> I'm not mm. paying for it. I never would. It's just too no. expensive. Why would you? Um Although they do serve good food in first class, you would be surprised at how good the food is. Yeah, I've heard that. It's really good. I think it's because they add a ton of sodium and salt to it. Yeah, I've probably never experienced that in my life. (laughs) Hey, hey, not with that attitude. Nice. What's today's soup? I got uh, Italian sausage with kale. Ooh. Parmesan sauce. I love kale soups. Oh, Parmesan sauce. Oh. Wow. That's going to be great. What's the entree today? Entree? Oh, uh, we got French dips nice. with homemade au jus. You could just drink it. Oh, so wow. All right. All right. Well, hey, tell everyone that we said hi, just like all the people that come through throughout the next So you hours. want me to stand out there and say hi to every Not person stand from out there, Steve? Just, yes, while you serve them the food, say, and by the way, Don and Steve said hello. It's not going to happen. All right, then. <laughs> we didn't think it would. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye. I love your work. All right. Well, he's going to quit on us at some point. He's going to oh, yeah. ask us to stop at some point. Yeah, he's going to be like, you know what? This has run its course. Yep. We'll and then who do we some... start calling? We'll oh. call a different establishment. Well, you cause... know what I want to do? I want to call people randomly in the office and play. What do you do here? We did that once and it got us in trouble. They asked. They sent us a cease and desist. We just need to give these people a heads up before we call. Okay. You know what I mean? Sure. I like it. There's a lot of departments here that oh my I've never been to. So many people that we don't know in this building. So crazy. All right, Steve. Well, have fun in first class worrying about your fancy clothes.
I'll give you a call, a call tomorrow from New York. <laughs> All right. Hey, it's Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services, where they like to say they keep things simple, transparent, and affordable. Affordable, of course, uh, is simple cremation. Start at just $800. Uh, I was talking to a hospice nurse who is a my talker, and she said, Rocco, that pretty much is the best price around, and I recommend um, Crescent Tide to all my uh, families and my patients. Um, simple, of course, meaning simple cremation is what they do. Uh, Lisa and Verlin used to be in the full-service funeral business before one day. They're like, eh, this just seems like a lot. We're kind of charging people for things they don't really need when it seems like most people today just want a simple cremation and then want to celebrate their loved one in a celebration of life that's unique to them and not like in a stuffy funeral home type thing. Transparent means they'll talk you through it if you go and have a sit-down with uh, Lisa like my mom did to prepay and pre-plan for a cremation. They're not going to trick you in anything. They're good people over there, Lisa and Verlin. Check them out today. Look at those Google reviews. Crescent Tide Cremation Services.